When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hello and welcome to Marcus Meets, a show that lives on the internet at marcusbronzy.com slash meets. That's M-A-R-C-U-S-B-R-O-N-Z-Y dot com forward slash meets. And we really want to know what you think of the show. It's you we make it for really at the end of the day. So what you think is super important. You can leave us a rating and review by clicking the link in the description of this podcast. And if you want bonus content like early episode downloads, input on who's next on the show, extra inside knowledge and show notes, etc., for a little change, you can become a patron of the show. To do that, all you have to do is head to marcusbronzy.com forward slash thanks. Now, our guest Damien is an absolutely wicked magician. He works on television. He does live magic, he does street magic, and we caught up near his favourite magic shop in Charing Cross. So we're about to find out how lethal Damien is with a playing card, hiding cards in places I didn't even think were possible, uh, brand new magic tricks that he's got in the pipelines, and also being part of the magic circle. But first, a quick disclaimer. We recorded this in the corner of the quietest bar we could find, but if I'm honest, it was still a bit noisy in the background though. But a common question you ask somebody when you're setting the levels in a noisy environment is, what did you have for breakfast this morning? Protein wheat mix at the moment. What goes into protein wheat mix? So it's just normal wheat mix, but it's just like the protein one. So you've got, um, you know, it's a bit better for you for your breakfast. So you've got, you know, just more natural protein instead of like, I don't know, all the fake shit away. You know, you've seen these protein Mars bars and Snickers, right? I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm well, really ignorant here. Right, so there's now protein Mars bars. I think... Protein is the in word at the moment. I eat wheat bix anyway, but the fact it said protein, I'm like, let's give it a whirl, right? And to be fair, it does wake you up, gives me a bit more energy. So I, I go gym usually around about half eleven most days. Yeah. So you know, I usually have that around say half nine, quarter to ten, and then I'm alive. Yeah. So is the protein in the wheat bix It's in the wheat bix Yeah. So it's already so it's just like normal box of wheat bix right? You've got your thing, you open it, put a couple of wheat bix in your bowl, throw a bit of fruit in. And it's by, is it by Weetabix or is it? By Weetabix. I need to find this, man. Sainsbury's, man, £2. Really? Yeah. Wow, I'm on it. Thank and, you. and to be fair, mate, you've been smashing the gym, though. Your chest is, look, your chest is looking strong out there. You've got I need a bra now to hold it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, today, um, have you, so you've just been to the magic shop? Yeah, I've just been into the magic shop called uh, Davenport's Magic, yeah. which is in Charing Cross. It's one of the oldest run family businesses in London. So it's an amazing shop. It's actually where I pick up most of my equipment. And it's kind of where 
it was the beginning of my career, you know, to go in there and start learning and picking up all products. So I recommend any magician, you know, especially if you're London-based, if you can, uh, it's a great place to go start. And, you know, you get the best advice because the thing is, some magic shops, they're like, they can't wait to get you out the door. It's pretty much like a normal shop where there, they're like, they sit down, they chat with you, they've got all the time, but they also do um, courses for kids as well. So I think it's on like Saturdays and you can get like a four or five week course, something like that. And they teach you everything from the basics, you know, so get you really going and get you hooked basically like everyone else. I've never done a course, but I always, um, you know, was into it and learned. So, uh, yeah. And, and it's a family, it was a family run business or it it's is a family run business? Yes. Yeah. So, um, you got uh, Roy Davenport, Bill Davenport, Betty Davenport, it's, they all run it. Sick. It's amazing. Sick. And is it like the sort of place, in case you haven't noticed, we're, we're, in, a, we're in a cafe in Charing Cross at the moment. We tried to find a quiet, a quiet bar, but... Yeah, we left Starbucks to go into a... Probably, I think Starbucks is actually quieter. Yeah, Starbucks... I ain't even lying. I think it was. I think when we came in here, they just turned up the music. You know, like, these guys obviously like to party. Let's, let's give them a party vibe in here. Yeah. But, um, nah, we should be all right anyway, man. Um... So yeah, man. I mean, I kind of want to go and check out that magic shop now because I kind of—is it the right. sort of place you go into and say like, can I have a hundred packs of cards? And they're like, yeah, sure. Is it? Like- yeah, they could easily do that. Like right. they'll ask you what type of cards you want as well. It's not because that's the thing. Most people were like, they think okay, cards are cards, right? Yeah. Not one bit. It's like so many different brands and types and fields of playing cards. So it's like I, I use, I have probably two thousand different decks of cards at home. That you use, or, or some just are like collectible ones. Yeah. I've got as collecting. Um, I use a certain, if I'm if I'm performing at a gig, I would just use one brand, which is called Bicycle Playing Cards, right? Yeah. Now these are, you know, really good. They so if they get bent or anything like that, they bend back pretty easy. They're not horrible plastic coating or anything like that. They're smooth. Uh, they're actually, it, it's if you used to go to America, right? You could walk into like a corner store and you'd pick them up straight away. They're All just right. standard playing cards out there. Over here, it's a bit harder to get, so people always think, oh, are they trick cards or something? But if you used to go in somewhere like Costco, you can buy them in, like, you know, bulk and all that. Right? And that's where I actually pick my cards up if I want to get loads of them for when I'm working. So I'll go there and I'll buy, like, bulk of them for, like, 10 quid. Sick. And can you actually, like, feel the difference between different types oh, yeah. of cards? So Absolutely, yeah. It's different, like, uh, finishes. And, yeah. you know, um, so basically, I've got my own deck of cards at the moment. Well, it was about to get released, and they had like you know different finishes, so different uh, glosses put onto them. So some are like foil finished, some are you know uh, air cushioned. So yeah. It's just crazy the amount of different things. So oh, they all have different stocks. It sounds like trainers air cushioned cards. Yeah, you wouldn't think you wouldn't even notice. You'd be like, wait, what? Like it's it's crazy. What's the air? What's an air cushion card? Do you know? What? Hold hold on, Mike. I'll grab. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna let you feel it. And do you know that he's he's gone to he's gone to get some air cushion cards out. And the one thing I didn't want to do, Damon, is be like, "Have you got any cards on you today?" <laughs> All right, right, go on. So these are actually these. airflow finish. So okay. these are really cool ones. These ones. So they're not like a normal standard deck of cards either. So they're like black. Yeah. Which, oh, wow. um, are these? Are this is this your brand or is this? No, nah, this is another brand which I, I really love though. So they're glowing all like UV and all that as well. These ones, but you feel the difference. Like they don't feel like a normal playing card. They're all slick. Oh. They're smooth. They're just. Yeah, these feel like the sort of cards that you can throw. You know when you do the Oh, yeah, I, I mean, I throw cards, so I can clear roofs and everything. I've actually got probably one of the most lethal card throws. Like, so there's a convention every year at Blackpool. Yeah. And um, 
when everyone has it's basically it's an excuse for magicians to go and get drunk right but it's uh, okay. the biggest magic convention in the world every right. year I attend it every year and we usually end up in this place called the Ruskin Hotel okay and it ends up just becoming a bit of a card war at some point but as soon as I start no one wants anymore like because mm-hmm. I've got ridiculous actually I think I've still got a video on my phone slow motion so from a distance like so the last two years uh, I, I think next year is going to be third year lucky because um, I've basically hit last year basically I threw a playing card and it hit my mate's glasses and bounced off his glasses it would have taken his eye out this wow. year it went just underneath the jawline like and everyone went like nuts for it so let me get the turn the brightness up here so I want you to see this like it's absolutely nuts you've got to send me this video as well man have you put it have you put it on your YouTube yet it's on uh, my Instagram it's from, on Instagram uh, ages ago so could you hurt somebody with a card yeah I've cut people's uh, back so we, when we was filming Killer Magic for BBC yeah uh, one of the other magicians was like oh I can't hurt that bad and um, I was like alright and he took his top off and stood by the door. And I was hitting him with playing cards and he was jumping around. And one just missed him. And it took the paint off the door. Like a full sheet of paint, like a big strip. And then I turned and threw one at our um, location manager. Yeah. And cut him by his head. But uh, the girl Jazz, one year, like, she thought she'd be funny to try and throw one at me. So I threw one back at her twice hard and I cut her straight on the forehead. She had a cut for about a week on her head. Um I believe I can cut bananas in half candles like I've got I can't explain why I do it I've just got a ridiculous accuracy and power behind it so how how often do you practice or did you practice throwing cards not that often it was really? just one of those things I now and then I'll just I, I sort of picked it up like how to throw it yeah once I picked it up I would just be out of something like say someone signed a card and I would go oh here you can keep this yeah. and they'd be like oh I don't want it it's fine I go no worries I don't need it and I would just throw it like I wouldn't aim for it I'd just throw it but then bit by bit I'm like I'm going to aim for Saint or I'd say like which I, I wouldn't tell them I was aiming Frank or I'd be like I'm going to clear the roof yeah. I'd just throw it over the roof of the building and then I'd be like hey, what the hell like he just <laughs> cleared the roof of plant, but I'd make it look like it was nothing yeah. and um, I don't bring attention but it really gets people excited for some reason I don't get it it's impressive because I think cards are seen as something that's quite passive and the fact that you can like cut a banana in half with a little piece yeah, of card it's like, a, like ninja weapon yeah, it's, like, it's like ninja star business man but um, yeah you're also a whiskey fan alright bourbon big, fan. Uh, bourbon bourbon whiskey I'm a bit of both yeah I love it how so. did you get into bourbon because you're sipping on what are you sipping on right now sipping on gentleman jack right now okay so what is the difference between gentleman jack and uh, non gentleman jack it's, it's a bit smoother yeah. um higher in percentage as well yeah. so it's stronger are you enjoying but, it? Um, yeah it is try a bit try it. I'm a little special I'm not really a bourbon guy but it's alright right oh yeah it's different to normal jack you can tell There's, normal jack has kind of that bitter taste at the end of it it's nice that's very smooth yeah but that is you don't mix this stuff this is the stuff you just drink yeah I know normal. you're like one ice cube yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's good, that's don't, no, don't want to dilute it don't, too don't much, but you want it nice, <laughs> nice and cold. But um, yeah, the other day we was out with friends. We was drinking, mm. which I was saying before to you. Like we was drinking the uh, seventeen-year-old Eagle Rare, which is amazing. Eighteen-year-old uh, Yamasaki. And that's that's the one, like the Japanese whiskey. That's that's a strong one. If you eat too many of them, you're not remembering your night. Like I can drink like JD like all day and night and yeah. feel fine. Wake up next day, not too bad either. I feel yeah. good, but. Uh, View them, you know you've had a night. 
Yeah, oh, <laughs> it's I one you, and I bet you do. I bet you do. Do you have to be a bit more select with your um with your whiskey drinking now because you're training and stuff like that? Yeah, that's it. Like I mean, to, you said you're in the gym like twice a day. Yeah, at some I, point? I started jumping in twice a day, and then unfortunately got an injury on my shoulder. Yeah, which is uh, I've had a bit of physio now. Um, training light again, but hopefully I'll be back in in about two three weeks. Back to full training, I hope. Anyway, so um, but I'm still in there, but it's just you are be a bit more smarter about the training you know Brilliant. so um, it's not too bad but we're getting there but I love I love the gym like always love the gym it's just a good way of you know releasing a bit of stress and uh, making yourself feel better about yourself right so yeah, it's all good yeah wicked and does does your fitness affect your magic at all like when you're like being in shape does it mean you can uh, do I think more so. stuff or I think so because you know if you you look better and you feel better I think uh, shows so your confidence comes out more in your performance and people see that which is a really good thing and uh, you know I, I think you know appearance is everything especially when you're at an event right you know you want to make sure uh, they look at you there's nothing they can take away they can't go oh he turned up looking like a scruff, scruff bag and you know he like was huge and you know it all it is but um Oh, I think it's it definitely plays a big part in my magic and it makes me feel better or anything so I have a lot more energy when I'm performing which is the best thing sick sick and what's your favourite trick at the moment um favourite trick at the moment oh man I've got a few at the moment so I think at the moment so uh it's a trick which we're doing is um so basically I would ask someone to think of any song right uh, they can name something which is meaningful to them or something they just heard on the radio and I asked them if they could remember the words in their head or they can sing it and they'd be like yes and I asked them if I could borrow their headphones as well so it's all borrowed stuff so they borrow their headphones they unplug it from their phone I hold a jack just at my fingertips show there's nothing in my hands and I say I want you to uh, start singing the song in your head and as soon as we touch fingers you're going to feel a connection as soon as we touch fingers now you can suddenly hear music coming out of the headphones in their ears and it's the song they're thinking of and even when they take the earphones out everyone else can hear that song and as soon as our fingers stop touching they can no longer hear the music and they can check out the headphones make sure there's still nothing in my hands everything's just clean as anything it's a really really good trick so I think it's quite powerful it's, it's one of those things it's not your normal trick to see and That's you made this up yeah this is your it's not, it's not mine this one's okay. not mine this is right. a friend of mine Adam Wilbur and yeah. Adam is absolutely incredible he's one of those guys who's he's always coming out of something insane um, but I, I've got saying I, I can't really I don't want to say too much about it but I think what I've got what I'll be releasing soon probably be trick of the year oh, and wow. that's a big statement to make in our industry but um, two people know about it and to help me get it ready uh, but it is a really really big one I think one of my favourite tricks from you was that I've seen on the, on the TV show Killer Magic was when you pulled the card out of the fish I yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. one that a lot of people know you for because uh, with Killer Magic we always had to do tricks based on themes right so this week's episode I had to do a trick based around the idea with food so my idea was it's a trick in a very traditional British fish and chip shop so we went into a fish and chip shop met two guys and asked him to choose a card he's chose one signed his name on it as well so we couldn't change it or get a duplicate card he's put it back in the pack himself put the cards back in the box and then I put the box in my inside pocket yeah I've asked him to 
you know think about his car and I said and the idea of this trick is to do magic based around the theme of food uh, you're holding your box with your fish and chips in there they've been in your hand the whole time we need to open a box he opens the box it's just his food I get him to lift up the fish it's nothing there and I say break open the fish now this is when he starts losing it a bit oh shit look it's the camera no, look, 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 these guys go crazy and he's constantly going oh my god the fish must have eaten this card way beforehand it's like <laughs> he went on for about 20 minutes we could have made a show just on this guy's reactions it was the best and you know the other guy he, he openly says everything you know you never touched a box you didn't go near it How could, and the guy is just like forget that this man must be a fisherman or something like that and <laughs> I was just crying I like and our producer Anthony Owen you know he's, he's worked on nearly every single TV special of Darren Brown's uh, done a lot of his fear stuff and he went to me there and he went it was one of the best uh, reactions to a card trick I've ever seen in my career like TV magic so yeah. it was a big moment but you can see the video on YouTube so it's uh, wicked it is funny wicked. it is a really really funny trip but someone actually um, it was trying to steal my method for that a little while ago really so he kept messaging me asking can I uh, tell him how it was done I was like no I'm not giving it away it's like you know I want to keep it for myself but what he'd done, he'd, uh, one of my friends, he, uh, he has a magic shop as well as uh, his, to book him as well as a magician. And so he allows people to submit ideas for tricks if they want to release an idea for a trick. But it's got to be original and their own, of course. And he sent me a link going, oh, this guy has just uh, sent me a link saying, oh, uh, my idea is card and fish see the uh, trailer here. So, yeah, so the guy like, basically submitted a trick yeah. saying, oh, it's card and fish. Um, here's the link to my trick and it was my video of me performing from BBC3 and he was trying to pass it off to himself and was trying to sell it but what made me laugh was he's trying to market my trick which I replied like I, I got his email and sent all a lot of stuff yeah. back uh, but to me it's okay if you're going out performing yeah. you're going to think it's a bit weird like alright magicians carry weird things but it's overly weird if a magician turns up with a box of fish, fish and, and chips, chips. right? <laughs> and goes, choose a card, sign yeah. it, and it Right, it's the most stupidest thing ever, okay? Because it's just not going to work. And so it, I was angry, but I was laughing to myself yeah. at the same time. But yeah, that's what I mean. That's why I kind of, when I said I don't want to give away what I'm doing, because okay, yeah. there's so many people out there who are ready to rip you off without... So it's really nose. competitive in terms oh, of... Oh, man, it's crazy. Tricks. Like, people... You, you'll come out and say, oh, I've just created this trick and this magician will be like, oh, no, no, I, I did that years ago. And full-on lie about it and then take it and say, oh, yeah, I'm... Re and they're lying. They'll go, I'm re-releasing this effect, which, you know, I originally put... What, and it's oh, your wow. exact handlings and methods and it's, it's kind of uh, annoying. So what's the policy in sharing? Because you mentioned that... Uh, someone shared a, a trick with you so is it you, is it just your choice if there's a few of you and you want to share some tricks or is it so is like it I mean I, I know uh, you know I've got a close circle of friends yeah. you know who work on magic and are very creative and you know they've got similar personality to myself and so we will sit around and we'll jam ideas but then again at, at times I have 
consultants who work for me so their job is to create tricks just for me yeah so uh, but my friends they're the ones who I really really trust with okay. an idea and go look I've got this let's have a chat and because I'm smart anyway so even if I do a Skype thing and like tell them an idea that whole conversation is recorded <laughs> like I, I record the whole screen oh, because wow. it's just protects it or um, there's, I can't remember the app name now but um, if I've got to say something maybe all re- like I'm about to tell something it's a full on thing like contract I can make them sign it right there and then right. on my iPad go right you admitting that you've just heard this here for the first time ever okay you so like a disclaimer oh wow yeah so, interesting uh, oh, gotta wow. be smart business smart man I can't be uh, getting ripped off by no one I didn't so. realise it was that savage out there uh, in, in it's like any magic. industry I yeah. think you know people are ready to take an idea and uh, I did uh, this thing years ago I used to do every December I used to do a thing called 24 Days of Magic and I used to meet up with artists and stuff like that and film a bit of magic with them and upload a video every single day in December leading up to Christmas Day so 24 videos and then you had Christmas Day right mm-hmm and it was called 24 Days of Magic within second year of me doing it someone uploads a thing 30 Days of Magic in <laughs> like wait what and he got absolutely torn apart for it later on like the third year coming into it someone goes 12 Days of Magic and I'm like come yeah. on like yeah, yeah, and yeah. They, they, they changed it and put it on Instagram like, like quick 10 seconds I was like just get your own format don't do what I'm doing you know be you like because yeah. It's you know it's already been done like so I, I stopped it altogether I'm just like you know I yeah. know I started it I don't need to uh, fair enough stress about it because it's so competitive how's that affected your sort of ideas when it comes to approaching new magic tricks you always like thinking of new ways to do magic all the time because of this because um, pretty much your material once you let the cat out of the bag I mean for me. I'm always trying to create new magic. It's, it's a sh- more of a struggle to find the time. Yeah. Because uh, I'm performing a lot or I'm working on projects. But um, I'm not too stressed about creating stuff because when I do create something, I've got it down right. If I do want to release it, you know, the whole purpose is to let other magicians learn and right. use that trick. So, you know, I've got a few things what I plan to release this year for the magic community so they can take, hopefully use it, adapt it to their own styles. So, you know let it be but um, again yeah I just try and keep stuff quiet until it's ready you know okay. it's like a, if you're working on say like even if you're learning a trick from another magician I wouldn't go out and perform it until I know I've perfected it and got it ready so Wicked. then I could be like show it to the right people and cool and how important is the magic circle nowadays I think the magic circle is really important um, you know I'm a member I'm happy with being a member there and a lot has changed from how it used to be I remember when I first ever went there years ago um, I didn't feel welcomed really I felt you know it was a bit too clicky like certain groups you know they would kind of always give you that look of like why are you here and all that and it's not like that no more like you walk in there people are willing to chat to you make you feel welcome and I think they're doing a thing of now where they're happy to move forward where before it was kind of stuck you know in a, in a tight place and you know now they're looking at what's next but not forgetting where they come from which is a great thing so it's it's a good thing especially at gigs a lot of people would ask you are you a member of the magic circle where you know it's a great thing to be able to go yes i am you know, so. how do you get into the magic circle um the magic circle is you know you have people who say like are members already and they will um, basically say, okay, we think 
this guy like say Damien is ready to take the magic circle exam so you perform for like 10 minutes or so in front of a bunch of magicians other members in the magic circle which is you know never the hardest uh, sorry never the easiest thing to do because you think like they'll know the tricks and uh, they're like not like a normal crowd because they're not going to be like, oh my god like every trick like that so that's a weird moment you know but um, yeah and then they will review it and they'll mark you down on different things what they thought was right and you either become a member or you don't can you retake the test if you fail? You can retake okay. the test, yeah. Right. So you just take, they give you notes on what they thought you need to improve on. Yeah. So, uh, you know. Interesting. Very interesting. But do you think that they've, their attitude towards you has changed because you've become Damien O'Brien, um, Killer Magic BBC Free, no, uh, and smashing it on TV, online and stuff? Or, or have they genuinely just changed in their I don't know. Program? I mean, maybe it's helped a little bit, I suppose. But... Uh, at the same time it's quite relaxing no one's you know really too ego in there like um, they're pretty relaxed and chill they're just you know hi Damien how you doing you alright shake hand and you know you get on with it it's pretty relaxed so and it's the same with a lot of big magicians who go in there you know you get say someone like Richard Jones who's just one Brent's Got Talent you know walk in there and sit around chatting like everyone else you know at the end of the day we're all people yeah it's good and do you share magic with each other in the magic circle as well yeah yeah yeah. I mean we discuss magic there like with people and that and you can easily learn they have lectures from guest magicians who have come from all different parts of the world up and down the UK so it's it's a great place to go and learn sounds like quite the establishment it's awesome it's a wicked place they have open nights where you can go and see live magic so I recommend you do it if you ever get a chance are you still excited by magic yeah it's of course I mean um, it's hard at the same time because I think I look at it, I look at it from a magician's point of view, right? So I'm kind of like, it's done like this, done like that. Yeah. But at the same time, I do love it when I see something, I have no idea how it's done and it absolutely throws you. It's like, okay, I'm done. I'm fried. Like, I've yeah. seen a couple of really cool Instagram videos where I'm just like, no, I ain't got a clue. And it's a nice feeling, you know? So um, it is good. I like that. Make, make sure you remember why you got into magic. Awesome. I mean, how did you get into magic? How? What was your introduction to magic? Uh, it was it was a friend. He lived opposite me, and he was doing magic at the time. But it wasn't like silly kid stuff. You know, it was proper stuff you'd see David Blaine doing on TV at that point. You know, from his first TV magic special. And I was more interested in people's reactions than uh, tricks. So. I asked him if he would show me a couple of tricks and he showed me one trick and I spent like two months perfecting this but then coming up with different routines different endings with that trick it was really weird like I've created so many different scenarios for it and it was that point where he said like, I realised okay I'm actually serious about wanting to learn it and it was him who introduced me to Davenport's Magic Shop so that's where it all started kick, sort of, it was like you know domino effect you know once you learn one you, you need to learn another one you can't just you know, you can't, can't just have a party trick. It's like, yeah, you need more. Like, you want to do the next thing and then learn more and learn more. And that's the thing, I didn't stick to one type of magic. I didn't just stick to cards. I had to learn everything from cards, coins, stealing watches, doing hypnosis, mind reading, all, all different things. I wanted to know everything there was about magic. Wicked. And if this guy was doing David Blaine magic 
when you were a youngster how old how old were you then when you, when you met this guy me I was like 13 13 then, so I was young he must be pretty good at magic now is he still a practicing magician um, I'm not too sure I'm really? not really in that much uh, talk anymore but um, I think he's doing alright uh, he ain't doing too bad but um, I don't think he plays around with it as much uh, yeah but, um, yeah it's always interesting to hear like what happens to the people that taught you and like how that's you know, it like, would so you like to bump into them again and sort of say yeah cheers for getting me into magic and stuff I might wait I've met him like plenty of times and I'm like yeah you know he knows alright we're, we're cool All right, so um, yeah so sweet wicked and what what do you think was the defining point where you sort of became Damien who was getting booked out for gigs and stuff like was there a certain moment where you turned a corner in your magic and you went from sort of aspiring magician who knows a lot of wicked tricks to the point where people are like oh we need to work with this guy um for me I think the moment I realised there was sort of two moments one moment was when I realised I wanted to do this forever which was uh, when David Blaine done the whole Tower Bridge thing yeah um you know I was up there every single day and seeing the kind of people it attracted and that and just it gave me a chance to do a lot of magic like around like to crowds like perfecting oh, yeah. myself so and seeing reactions and for me that was a really great sort of moment of like yeah I want this and seeing that night when he come out the reaction I got was like I hope to one day be a, a, like you know established magician a really big well known one and then you know my next sort of moment when I realised okay this is actually all starting to happen for me is I got booked for the Brit Awards after party mm-hmm. and I think that was like back in 2005 or 2006 something like that so yeah. like a good 10 years ago and it might have even been a bit earlier than that I don't know I'm getting old now forgetting <laughs> things but um, it was a moment where I was like wow you know I've gone from performing in pubs and things like that around South East London to hanging out with huge stars and everything you know it was like you had Dizzy Rascal there and Kelly Clarkson and all people like that you know and I'm performing for them and you know I was booked to perform for them wasn't just there to you know be like a freebie I was you know paid and then you know it kind of you know it was a chain reaction like everyone was like okay do you want to come to this event do you want to come to that event and it's you know it, it, with magic it's like any person who's self-employed you have your up and down moments with the career yeah. and I think uh, pro- probably the biggest biggest turning point for me was after I did uh, Penn and Teller Fall Us that was probably a huge moment because you know I think because uh, a lot you know obviously attracted magicians from all over the world and obviously they see you can handle yourself in front of the two probably biggest magicians in the world yeah, yeah. was that like, maybe okay. scarier than um, I just oh, bring this up Penn and Teller Fool Us was a show where you were uh, they would get a number of magicians to perform tricks and Penn and Teller would pretty much say this is how you did it or if you could fool them there was like a prize wasn't yeah it? you got a trip to Las Vegas to open up their show yeah um, so yeah so Fool Us was it was hard because you're in Fountain Studios, which is where they film the X Factor. Yeah. And it's like 700 people in the audience, which is hard enough. But yeah. then you got two of the best magicians. So I'm probably like Teller, he's unbelievable. That stuff that man knows, it's like second to none. I've sat down and had conversations, and the guy is ridiculously intelligent. You just sit there in like, you know, your jaws, like in your lap. It's like, wow, that is just incredible. But, um, you know, it is an amazing experience to be on stage to perform for them and to try and make sure like 
because I remember my VT before I came out I was just like oh, I ain't going to be nervous in front of Penn and Teller I'm just going to get on with it they're going to be like normal people as soon as you took that first step out of those doors I'm on stage it's like yep I'm nervous and yeah. <laughs> it was kind of um, a really hard thing to keep it all in check but you know do you think you're more good. nervous than your magician circle exam for that Oh, ten times more nervous, you know, <laughs> because again, you got seven hundred people watching you. Yeah. So what was funny, like you know, you'd think your audience are on your side, right? And it, so I had Jonathan. I was in my trip to Jonathan Ross and an audience member, and you know, when Jonathan Ross just talked to her, it was like, oh, you know, you didn't see nothing, right? And she was like, no. And I was really trying to catch him out and mess him up, and I was like. We're meant to be on the side to fool them, not you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, and all this. You know, you're meant to you know be good to me. Yeah. So uh, it was kind of funny that the audience member was even trying to mess me up and couldn't. So it was kind oh, of fun. That's it was a, fun, that's fun sick, experience. But it was a I, wicked experience. That's wicked. And you said you used to play in pubs and stuff. So did you just yeah. roll up to pubs and just start the music? I used to get booked in pubs. I used to uh, call her up. I used to, this is back in the days before iPhone people. Um, <laughs> I used to get the yellow pages out <laughs> and you know call around uh, loads of. Um, like local pubs and that close enough to home uh, like to see if they had entertainment and I think they wanted something a bit different and I used to do like a few residencies like I used to do a guaranteed Monday night in one pub and sometimes a guaranteed Thursday or Friday in another one and I used to perform there for like two hours but I think it helped a lot because um, you know you kind of get really people who who won't hold back they'll tell you what they think they're like you know, they heckle you to death. They want to grab the cards out of your hands. They want to shuffle it. They won't just sit back. You know, it's um, they're hard, harder people to work with. But I think it helped me so much in the long run, and yeah. I'm grateful for that. And is it true you were performing outside a nightclub at one point, and uh, yeah, that ended up getting you some real big bits of work as well? Yeah, it was just um, you know performing in nightclubs, and I blagged my way into an event at tiger tiger because uh, i knew another magician who was performing there and he just went live he went say you're say you're me you're, like and everything like that yeah so we kind of went in there and um we uh, got given um wristbands because um, i said i went to the security guard i was like oh where do i get my wristbands for the vip and all that and he was like oh yeah, yeah don't worry i can sort it out for you like because he loved magic so much yeah he just went out and got me <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Swiss pants. I'm just like wandering around this party all night, like performing to everyone, handing out business cards, and Sick. took a load of work off the back of it. So it wasn't too bad. What a graft! What a graft yeah, that is, man. And, exactly. And um, I rate that about you, man. And like you're always, you've always been someone that's like you've kind of kept grounded as well with your magic. Like your magic seems quite yeah. like you still appreciate the street level stuff, and, and you still do a lot of that, don't you? Like, I, I think you need to stay grounded because uh, you know still a person just like everyone else I want to be treated like everyone else so yeah. treat everyone how I want to be treated and you know I don't think I'm better than anyone I don't think they're better than me I just myself but uh, with the street stuff yeah I mean I'm still like you know the other day I was just sitting out chilling with a friend in uh, like Trafalgar Square and these people are like oh my god we've seen you on TV and all this I was like oh cool thank you I mean, I'll tell you what I want to sit down and I'll show you something you know I'm not yeah. I'll show everyone anything I don't care it's yeah. just like it's what I love doing so you know I think the only times I don't do magic is when I've walked into places and someone's going oh you're the guy from TV does magic show me a trick and it's like no that's, that's, that's not how it works yeah. like yeah. Yeah. show a little respect and yeah we'll do it and um I know he was just like so happy to see it. I was like, yeah, oh, oh, have a seat. Let me show you something. And yeah, make their experience whole much better. Wicked. So, yeah, when when nice. you were on the come up, when you were doing magic, how was it? I presume, obviously, you fuck up. You're not perfect straight away. No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Man, I still fuck up. What are you doing? <laughs> still drop cards. Uh, I, I mess up enough times at gigs. So, like, the thing is, you just got to learn to dig your way out of that hole. So, like, some of the times, like, I'll say I put the car, they put their card back in the deck, I start shuffling. I'm like, damn. I've lost it but <laughs> I can't remember where it was and I started shuffling and I'm just like shoot a card out and catch it and be like this is your card right and they're like no and I'm like oh what was your card and they say it as soon as they say it now I know I could get myself out of trouble because yeah. I could go find it or something okay. and I'm like and I'll do something like really sneaky and I'm like it's not even in the deck oh it must be this one in my back pocket and I quickly somehow manage to get it <laughs> and it's like oh so they will think he meant it Okay, so, but oh my god, there's so many times when I've just like, oh, like, or I, I had one the other day where I was just like halfway through a trick and uh, a guy has knocked into me and the cards just went everywhere and I was just like, great, like, <laughs> it's not what I needed. And you had to like just carry on, but it looks so bad when you're at a gig and you're bending down, picking cards up off the floor, people looking like, can't be that good yeah <laughs> I thought you were professional <laughs> yeah exactly this, that right oh, so. but coming back from that that must be like a real victory when you get to when you have a a, a situation like that and then you manage to oh, come off funny. the back of it it's like yeah, yeah. It, it's just funny like because they never know like so it's kind of like it's like a private joke kind of thing right where you're laughing to yourself like and you know especially when we've been uh, so I, I did the screening for Now You See Me uh, yeah. a few weeks ago right? I hosted a screening and we had a bunch of competition winners down and before the screening I performed from all a few of my friends are magicians and uh, uh, the thing was I just said about happened then I was like god like cause, um, and so like I know they was looking laughing like they because they knew exactly what I'm doing because they've done yeah, it yeah. a million times themselves yeah. so um, it is funny like you know when people are probably looking like what, what are they laughing at like and it's just like 
Yeah. You have no idea, don't worry. What, what was it like watching Now You See Me Too, like a film about magic, where magic's done in it and you're a magician? Um, do you know what? I actually preferred Now You See Me Too a whole lot more to Now You See Me 1 because yeah. a lot of the tricks are actually practical. They're actually tricks you can do. Okay. Like, um, they're not just any old sort of thing. Like, And so for a magician, you know, we're really watching it and going, oh my God, that's really cool. That's amazing. And it's not all just CGI, right? So obviously there is some CGI, you know, when you're yeah. stopping the rain in midair. But um, when he turns into water. Well, no, that's actually, you can, can be dumb. Are you you s- can drop. So when he drops back and he vanishes, yeah. it's been done quite a few times. So people like they'd be on fire and they drop and suddenly always left their clothes. I think uh, Dynamo, he done it on one of his uh, TV series where he's running through HMV and he stops, drops, and it's just clothes and he's gone. Um, so it's it's a really good trick. It's a very 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 good trick. Bloody good trick. Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, so for me, it's it's nice to see a film like, and it, I think it shows again how big magic is becoming when they're making films about it. Not even the first one; it's a sequel. Yeah. You know, and it shows. And I'm hearing there's rumors for a third. So yeah, I think there's room. Like I got to see it. There's room. I reckon there's definitely room in it for a third. Like they've kept yeah. it. They've kept it open enough yeah. as they do in Hollywood. They're, and I think it's what's great about each one. With a lot of magic tricks, you think you know where it's going. Suddenly, bang! It just changes. There's always a twist. Yeah. Which is nice, and I like that. So wicked, wicked. And um, because of films like that, do people ever go to you like, oh, that that must be CGI, that must be your TV oh. trickery and stuff like that? So I, I got like a ridiculous, even just from the show I did for BBC, the amount of messages I got going, oh, they must have been in on it. It must have been CGI. It must have been this. And it's like, nope. And and most of them come from a lot of magicians because when, so when magicians can't work out a trick, they always ah, say it's an actor, a stooge. Or, yeah, yeah. So and it's just like, nope and they hate it like when you they don't know how it's done and I love that so so you do TV magic you do live stage shows you do street magic like mm-hmm. hand, like close up like yeah. right in front of you magic what's the hardest to do out of all those types I think uh, for me it would be stage magic stage magic is you've got to really own that audience right because I'm better in close up situations where uh, if you've got a big stage massive loads of people you've got to make sure you've grabbed all say 700 or 1000 people's attention can't switch off for a second and has to be timed perfectly and there's no room for messing up at all it all has to be perfection with TV if you mess something up they go don't worry start go again alright yeah. just do it again same as a close up trick if I'm doing mix and mingle stuff saying maybe it's not going too right I can quickly jump into another trick but with stage it's set it's like a story right you have to follow it all the way through so um, it does become a lot harder so I've got a lot of respect for people who do stage magic it's not really my thing as much to do but I prefer doing yeah close up definitely Uh, thank you man appreciate it man just getting getting a water refill um is there anything that you don't like about magic I don't like yeah um there's a few but it's better left unsaid <laughs> I, won't, I won't go into massive details really yeah is it okay alright well I'll tell you after okay fair <laughs> enough thank you very much uh, you've um, done a lot of magic for like you said like you've worked with a lot of celebrities and done stuff like that Is there have there been any notable reactions from people like that you've really stuck with you when you've been yeah I mean 
I've had like Akon running around going crazy. He's like really cool. I've had Nelly like checking for credit cards, and we just had a full conversation after the uh, you know performance. Uh, he loved it. Yeah, you know, uh, everyone reacts different. So like people just you know you could get that massively stunned silence where they're looking at you like I really don't even know what I want to say to you right now or. <laughs> You know, they're just so open about it and they're screaming and everything, which is, you know, it's just really funny to me when people are like that. It's just because it breaks you out of your kind of character a lot and you just kind of start laughing with them and it just becomes, you know, yeah. an amazing moment. So, and what's it like working with non believers as well? I love that because I'll work for, like, I'll perform to them. I'll be like, they go, oh, especially when I walk up to people and I go, oh, let me show you something. And they're like, I don't believe in magic I'll just go Me neither Let me show you something And they're like Wait what Like, So yeah. you instantly Throw them off By telling them that And you say Look, Let me just try one thing Don't like it I'll go away Okay And I'll do something So physically impossible They'll just be like Okay I have no idea And so then They want to see another one Because they want to try And catch you out yeah. Right And you just keep doing Because you know They can't catch you out With what you're doing And by the end of it, It's like Alright you're absolutely Ridiculous Like that's incredible And it changes their whole perspective on what they thought because a lot of people sometimes I think they still have this idea of magic of being corny or cheesy and you know that old fashioned sort of how it used to be right and um, or if they have seen it on TV maybe they've got it in their head as CGI it's camera trickery stuff right so when they see it up close I think it changes their mind a lot and makes them feel a lot better but a lot of times the people who don't like magic it's because they can't figure it out that is one of the biggest reasons why people hate magic because they don't know how it's done I think I'm one of those guys I'm not going to lie sometimes I'm like shit man I'll be like, be like yeah. it's, not, it's not even that good but then in my head I'm thinking how the how did he do it <laughs> how and um, have you always got to be prepared then I know you said you don't like people coming up to you saying like oh Damien do some magic but because you are a magician yeah. it's inevitable people yeah, are going to ask you or, or do you always are you always are you always ready to go are you like Batman and Superman are you um, ready to whip it out I'm always ready to go yeah like especially at the right moment so I said like the only reason I don't like performing all the time is when I said when someone's just rude enough like they can't even say oh man like how you doing it's just like show me a trick yeah. like it's like come on it's like uh seeing a carpenter who's like going up yeah, and yeah. go by the way can you fix this uh can you make like, me a table? chair yeah and <laughs> all this and so it's gonna go go away yeah um but yeah, I'm always kind of ready to go. Like, I don't need cards. I can do something with everything. Like, um, where it is in front of me, I, I'm sure I can think of something to do. Like, yeah. you know, it's, you're limited by your imagination. And I think now as well, there's so much material out there. It's easy to do magic with. Yeah. You know, I, I, I know magicians who turn up no equipment at all to a gig. And they maybe just do, like, full mind reading stuff or doing stuff with people's rings or coins in their pocket or people's change to hypnosis and stuff like that so it's easily enough done wicked and how's how's the internet affected magic um i think there's plus and cons for pros and cons sorry for both so you've got the pros obviously in fact now so say someone releases something over in the states or something you can see it and it's all downloadable so like you pay for it and that's it download it straight to your iPad or your, your, your iMac and you're good to go whereas in the cons are people can stick them up on illegal streams so I've even seen people sticking them up on YouTube revealing giving the full methods away which kind of sucks especially when this is someone who's worked very hard to come up with a routine yeah. 
someone wants to just go here you go here's exactly how this is done and so I literally they've ripped a DVD and put it up it's, you know they never get away with it say they copy say like Batman for Superman for instance stuck it up on YouTube yeah. it's game over right you're going to get sued to death for that yeah. sort of thing so really they, it should be happening with magic as yeah. well it's not right so. in terms of knowledge though does that mean that you can really dig deep and learn about the history, history yeah, I mean, of magic because I know well, you know about classic sort of magic trickery yeah, and you've worked your way forward yeah. yeah I try to know everything there is about magic and I think with the internet it is a lot more powerful of learning stuff and that um, you know but again it's you know I think the only thing with the internet people it's, it's almost like a lazy way of learning that sometimes right. as well right it can be a bit like oh here you go here's a video to someone telling me it instead of actually really finding sources digging reading like so going to the libraries and that's so like magic circle's got an amazing library of like really? stuff yeah uh, it's great so you can learn a lot from that that's wicked is it true a lot of, is it true ladies like magic like people have always said like oh ladies like magic <laughs> i know um, you're spoken for yes and no like they they do and i don't know maybe some will just see it as you know oh my god that's really fascinating and all that but then i think some will be like that's like a really cheesy chat line piss off right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think it's um, I don't know it's like anything right it could be a hit and miss but I suppose it ain't as cheesy as some of these things you see guys doing yeah, so, now yeah. yeah did it hurt when you fell from heaven like. oh days <laughs> uh, that's the worst man like uh, I, I think uh, I think the worst you know, to me it's still the absolute worst what guys think this is this is how to get girls oh my god I've got a table and here's a bottle of vodka what I've probably spent my mum's wages on yeah that's yeah. the worst guy. I'm like you know you're living off beans on toast for the rest of the month like, like you're actually, yeah that's it ballers, yeah. and I'm like to me I'm, like, I'm not about it I'm like alright cool I'm gonna just go to the bar and get myself my drink yeah, <laughs> I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm more chilled I, I hate the pretentiousness of that but it is just sad like guys who do that I think oh my god like really and then like every other Instagram post is them holding a bottle yeah 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 <laughs> so, it, so in the same way there are guys that do that that literally they stunt get, yeah. for girls there must yeah. be people out there that you've seen that do magic just to get girls oh yeah all the time like one of my mates he did actually put up a video like going oh uh how to pick up girls with magic and it like it got like a good couple of million views like yeah. and everything and but there was some bits just like really really cheesy and it was just really funny like but yeah it's some magicians are sleazy as hell like, yeah I was gonna say there's a lot of room for, there is room for sleaze uh, right? there is some are just the absolute worst where it's cringe where it's just like I, you know, I can't even watch it you gotta walk off yeah. like I'm just like man like you know some of that stuff and some of them are like oh, you're getting way too touchy-feely there like it's like <laughs> you gotta stop that like it's oh, wow. terrible these guys are terrible shout out to all my touchy-feely people if you want more grabs and stuff um, yeah you just get, get find a magician some magic yeah, learn, yeah, yeah. learn some magic um, so you've always got loads of stuff in the pipeline Damien so like um, I know Killer Magic smashed it obviously on BBC3 yep. like what have you got forthcoming visually um, and what have you got like show-wise coming up um, Show-wise, uh, we're in talks with a few different companies at the moment. Uh, obviously, I can't really say anything too much because yeah. they're not confirmed, so I'd rather wait till they're confirmed to say anything. Uh, this year, obviously, we had um, the Food Network TV show went out. It was a very successful show. 
um, which yeah, was a lot of fun. Like that, actually, yeah. So the Food Network one was I did a bunch of tricks again, all based around food. Uh, I think that became like was that, your, big, tr- was that your tricks? It's become like <laughs> I've become this unofficial food magician, right? Because I got books for Pizza Express to do their advert, right. then food, then uh, Food Network. Are like, okay, we want like eight different tricks all based around the idea of food. I was like. Okay, like, and um, so yeah, we was like all around London doing different things with food to, uh, you know, even like it's like, it wasn't it didn't always have to be physically with food. It can be like based around the idea. So like one was, was with two girls, you know, borrowed like a five pound note, ripped a corner off. I said, "Oh, name your favourite sweet in the world," and they named Skittles or M and M, something like that. I said, like, "Cool." So I took the corner and it vanished in my hand. I said, like, "I want you to go pick out." any bag of M&M's or skill and when I picked it up opened it themselves in their hands I never touched the bag Yeah. and that comes the corner of their note and they match it up to their bank notes same oh, serial wow. number everything so it was like tricks like that which was a lot of fun um, so yeah it was really good uh, most of them again they're on my YouTube so you can see them there so there's just like little segments between uh, shows Food Network had so it kept the energy up so if they had a really good show yeah. they put this thing so people couldn't really switch off like they didn't want to see another advert of you them trying to sell you something which you don't need. Mm. Um, so yeah, this year as well, we've got you know a few different things coming up. Like I did campaigns with blue e-cigarettes, which was pretty funny having doves fly around and land on my head for a day, <laughs> um, and you know it's performing around a lot. Like so, at the moment it's just a lot of performing. So. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm just working away at the moment with a company called Penguin Magic and we're doing a thing weekly show called P3 TV which is on Facebook and YouTube so just reviewing tricks letting people know what actually is good and what's garbage um, I've got my own deck of cards coming out soon I've got tricks I'm releasing soon so so the YouTube busy busy, busy. the YouTube videos is that testing out magic tricks for other magicians or, or seeing what's like what's so testing out tricks so right so someone releases a trick they put out maybe a really good trailer but no one knows if this is good or bad right mm. so we will take the trick and I will perform it in real time no camera cuts single camera so it's no fancy editing we're, and we're showing what it's actually like in real time performance of it whether is this workable or is this something you can only do direct on to a camera or something like that which is maybe more of a trick you just do for Instagram and there's been so many tricks where they say oh you know what it's supposed to be and when you actually get it it's the complete opposite and it's absolute awful and you've wasted your money so um, luckily working for a magic shop they uh, you know have all the stuff so they can see and go here you go you test it and it's rubbish we're not going to stock it no more wicked and what's, so, and what's that called again so it's just called P3 TV P3 TV I'm going to check that out I want so, yeah. a little bit of magic and um, you've got your own deck of cards coming out got your own deck of cards coming out called Mandalas um, so they're all based around tattoo art so okay. obviously I'm quite heavily tattooed yeah uh, so uh, yeah it's all influenced from that so it's just everything what sort of about me so like when you look at the jokers they're like actual tattoo guns to the court cards are actually pictures of like friends and family on them so they're not your traditional kind of looking court card okay. um, 
So yeah, everything about them, just, they look great and they should be getting released. Mandalas? Mandalas, yeah. Okay. So uh, they should be getting released in September, I'm hearing. Okay. So. Wicked. And what does Mandala mean? So Mandala, uh, do you know what it's, uh, you need to look it up. So it's basically it looks like a lot, like a sort of flower almost. Like okay. a, it's a really crazy design. Like it's always usually like a full circular picture, right? So it's perfect all the way around. And it's like has different points to reach sort of thing but it's very very good wicked and are there going to be airflow versions and all that sort of stuff no I've got I've got a different stock on mine Um, I can't remember my own stock now my own cards I've got it on my emails but yeah they're amazing alright wicked definitely and um, project wise as well you said you've got some more visual stuff coming up Sorry? You said you've got some more visual stuff coming up? Yeah, yeah, so we've got some more tricks coming out. So uh, working on a bunch and it's just figuring out the time to film and s- film, film them, sorry. Um, get them edited up and they'll be, released, they'll be released before the end of the year. But uh, one of them, which I said is probably going to be the tricky year, that probably won't get released till next year. Just okay. I'll, I'll hold that back a bit. All right. so. And more Fujition stuff as well? Food magic? <laughs> I don't know. You never know. Um, most likely yeah. it always shocked me yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh, we're always in talks of different things and uh, food crops up a lot for some reason I think it's yeah. I think it's just interesting it's different yeah it definitely so. is man and how can our listener keep in contact with you and check out what you're doing so yeah I mean for me everything just at Damien Magician that's my Twitter my Instagram Facebook YouTube keep it all the same so cheers just type in Damien Magician and you'll find it you cheers yeah not couple of more things have you got any advice for any up and coming magicians or people who just want to get involved in magic yeah I mean if you're you're wanting to get into magic and you're you know just starting out I would suggest perform as much as you can perfect the tricks uh, if someone tells you you're not going to do anything don't listen to them because you can you know achieve amazing things a lot of people told me I was never going to achieve much doing magic and um, I can say a house full of warden plaques proved them a lot wrong um, nice. So um, you know, just yeah, just work hard at it, and you gotta understand you're, you're never gonna be perfect straight away. So be patient. Cool. Uh, and also, you know, we have got a brother podcast, How to Kill it Now. You've been on it actually. Yes, yeah, so I have. Very much. Cheers, appreciate that. How do you like to kill time when you're chilling? When I'm chilling, uh, when I'm chilling, uh, Xbox, PlayStation. Um, I'm a massive Star Wars fan. I just went to Star Wars Celebration. Like, that was amazing. Um, some massive nerd like I collect like all figurines like rare toys and all that as well well people don't know that about me um, but yeah going in the gym bit of Pokemon Go I won't lie yeah yeah Pokemon Go I, I, do you know what? I've got a lot now I've got, I'm over the halfway mark there's like 150 to catch I've got like 81 how, do, how have you managed maybe to 83 that? now do you know what I, I live really close to a park and there's always the lure thing on so it's like uh... it tracks loads but I'm always out. The thing is, I'm always got to go somewhere. So I'm in town, out of town, up and down. So I get to go to like those places. I'm like, yep, that's a new one. That's a new one. I catch that. Like, yes. I'll have a bit of this. So uh, yeah, so I've got all the main ones. Well. I've got already. I've got my Pikachu's. I've got my. Did you get a wild Pikachu? No, it hatched from an you egg. Hatched a Pikachu I from an egg. Two K egg. Wow. Hatched. So that I was like lucky at that, but I got like Bulbasaur's, Charmanders, all those things, man. So I've got more. Wicked. Big fan of Pokemon by the sounds of things. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. Do you know what though? It's just addictive. I didn't think I was going to get that addicted to it. Yeah, I haven't been addicted to a game on my phone probably since when Angry Birds first came out. Yeah, yeah. and now I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah. I can't put it down. Are you going to try and catch them all? Um, I won't go out my way to do it, but yeah. like, I'll try. Like, I, I walk around like 
and my phone is on and I'm looking <laughs> I can't lie but like, I'm not going to go oh my god there are apparently rare ones over here I'm going to hunt that down and yeah. you know get on a train and apparently go there's just like a Charizard, Charizard in Central Park in America and everyone went ape shit like oh. there was like hundreds of thousands of people like, running see around. like someone's going to me like the other day it was like oh there's a nest in Holland Park of them so you can go there and you'll catch probably like nine an hour or something like of Charmanders so you can involve it really quick crazy man apparently crazy. there's if you can get outside 10 Downing Street there's Pikachu seriously yep I don't think anyone other than Prime Minister is catching Pikachu so the Prime Minister <laughs> can if he's on Pokemon Go he could be catching himself a little Pikachu yep nice that's nice. a rumour though that's the sort of rumour that can get someone arrested you know Pikachu outside 10 Downing Street he's a cool guy Damien and a wicked magician if you type in Damien O'Brien into Google you'll get access to all of his website stuff, his videos, his social medias, where he's always posting himself doing tricks. Uh, this show is produced and hosted by me, Marcus Bronzy. Thank you for our co-producers, Billy Wright, Shane Powell, David Shawcross, Milo Fisher, Wide Awake, a.k.a. CJ Beats and Jordan Chris, for the stings and the intro and outro music. You can listen to Marcus Meets via iTunes, podcasts on Apple devices or Acast, which works on every single type of phone. If you are unsure what will work on your device, then head to marcusbronzy.com slash meets. And we make the show just for you. So any feedback you can give us in the form of a rating and review, we'll really appreciate because it's, it's you who we make it for. We want to make the show better and better and better. And if you'd like to show us even more love, you can become a patron of Marcus Meets and take advantage of loads of bonus content, early episode releases and behind the scenes stuff. If you want any of that, head to marcusbronzy.com forward slash thank you that's marcusbronzy.com forward slash thank you thank you uh, back with another episode soon as possible even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.